0: Let's take this first shot. Let's do it. Shot one. Oh my God. Shot two. <laughs> oh.
1: Uh-uh. Oh. Shot, shot three. Shot three.
0: See, I'll admit the third one's a little rough. It was gonna... a little rough. Don't you do it.
1: My mouth is watering. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's the first side. This is three shots in. I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> Welcome to 3 Shots In. I'm Jake.
0: I'm Jess. Welcome back, Jake.
1: Thanks. Thanks. I know I've been missed.
0: You were. You yeah. were. This is episode 36.
1: It is, and we're talking all about
0: cheating,
1: cheats, Cheat. dirty cheats, cheats and cheaters.
0: Dirty cheating.
1: Mm-mm. Not okay. <laughs> but before we get into the dirty dirty cheaters, we will be first of course thanking our wonderful and most amazing patrons in the world. And I think I think I'm going to I'm going to say their names today so they feel a little special since I wasn't here last week at all. Okay. So, okay. here we go. Mom, Dad, thank you both of you. Terry and Danny, can't forget about Abria, David, sweet Sam, TJ, Ricky, Jeremy, Thomas, and of course, Flash.
0: Thank you guys.
1: We love you. We You're love you with all of our hearts. You are the best. How many hearts do horses have? Is it just one. Yeah. You know that?
0: I yeah, I know a lot of things about I know a lot of common sense things about animals.
1: Is there an animal with two hearts?
0: I don't think there is. Pretty sure they all just got one. Just
1: the one. Huh, could've sworn <laughs> there, was, there was one with two hearts. Are something. you thinking
0: of cows? Cause they have four stomachs.
1: They have four stomachs and only one heart?
0: Yeah. Huh,
1: I don't know. Uh, mail us, fanmail3shotsin.com. <laughs> an animal with uh, two hearts. So that'd be cool. Anyway, so shots tonight. We had delicious shots of El Hemador tequila. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Delicious. The Reposado kind.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they didn't. They didn't hurt as bad as normal. They were very limey. I feel like.
0: They. I, they're always a hit for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for drinks, that number or that that uh subject is going to be a little crazy. We're just going to speed through it. We are. Yeah. Okay. Because for drinks, not only did we have uh, gin and sodas.
0: Mm, yes, I recall.
1: But we have moved on now to Topo Chico margarita hard seltzers.
0: Every time I see the name Topo Chico, I pronounce it Popo Chicho. Yeah. And no one gets it. Everyone who hears me say it for the first time is confused and like demands that I explain myself or they correct me because they think I'm stupid. Yeah. And uh, I always respond by letting them know that it's because Topo Chico makes me think of that scene in the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. <laughs> he's uh, He's in like a it's like his meeting or a doctor's appointment or something and they're like name. He just starts naming off a bunch of different ways to say Santa. Santa, Santa Claus, St. Nick, Nicholas. Then he goes, Popo Chicho.
1: <laughs> you're an idiot.
0: I know, but it makes me laugh every time.
1: <laughs> Absolute idiot. So you're drinking the prickly pear?
0: I am drinking the prickly now, pear. I
1: got some tropical pineapple. So I'm cooler.
0: You're cooler because you have pineapple?
1: Not just any pineapple, just like a tropical pineapple.
0: Is it right side up or upside down?
1: Right now. It's right side up. The pineapple. Because I'm in your house. But in my house, it's always upside down.
0: Whoa. Mm, Always. And I see you've got a flamingo over there.
1: I do. It's lit up.
0: Stay away from my husband. Why? Because he's mine.
1: (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. Updates.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah. We did not do that last time because, you know, guests... Takes yeah. a little too long.
1: Yeah. They really suck at the updates. You know, they can't, they can't keep it's track It's too of much the pressure.
0: It's too much pressure. They don't seem to appreciate it. And that is completely fine with
1: mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to go first? 10 words or less? No, you go ahead. I will. <clears throat> Visited California, mm-hmm. got free booze, came home, got new tattoo.
0: Oh, you did that here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was here. Cool. Yeah. It was local, local shop. Uh, Yeah, so first, went to California. Danny had a bridal shower thingy with, Mm -hmm. like, California peeps. So we went out there for that. And while we were there, um, we were gifted for, like, when we got engaged. Like, someone sent us a card with a BevMo gift card in it.
0: Oh, nice.
1: But there are no BevMo's anywhere near East Texas. Right. So I was just going to give it to someone, but I figured, fuck it. I'm going to be there. Let me use it. So I go to BevMo, and my homie, Mauricio, right, we start shooting the shit immediately, right? And then I say, okay, man, I'm going to go do my shopping. So I go to do my shopping. I pick up the manliest drinks known to man, um, Truly Lemonades. White Claws. And, oh, no, no, it wasn't Truly. It was Cayman Jack margaritas.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: And Truly Lemonade uh, flavored vodka. Oh, wow. Yes. And that was going to be my purchase. It was only a $25 gift card.
0: Who are you trying to impress with those macho purchases? They're very
1: macho-y. So I go to leave. He looks at my cart and I'm thinking he's having some thoughts, right? I'm in California. There's already a chance, you know, that maybe I swing that way. Who knows? He sees my drink of choice and those thoughts are are damn near confirmed.
0: You wear skinny jeans everywhere you go.
1: I was actually wearing my like slutty little short shorts. (gasps) Oh, yeah.
0: You were showing thigh.
1: I was showing thigh. Oh my gosh. Very tanned thigh.
0: Was it the the, uh, light blue uh, shorts with the printed like fucking avocados or bananas or whatever you got?
1: Oh, it's palm trees. Palm trees. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. He was positive. Oh yeah. And I don't blame him.
1: Yeah. So, uh, he shot his shot. And as I was leaving, he was like, Hey, do you like gin? And I was like, um, of course I love gin. Why? He's like, here you go. Hands me a full bottle, like a one and a half liter bottle of gin. What? And I was like, what? And he was like, he's like, yeah, you can have it. You can just take it and go. And I was like, well, thanks. And he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, of course. Here, he's like, you can, uh, you can, uh, uh, fill out this like survey or whatever. Give me a shout out. Hands me the card with his number and his name on it. And I was like, yeah, Aww. man. I was like, I definitely will. And I gave him the shout out, but I didn't call him. So sorry, Mauricio.
0: You are engaged.
1: I am. That's true. I am engaged. So, but yeah.
0: Well, thanks, Mauricio. I
1: know. I got fucked up. <laughs> I drank half that bottle.
0: Wow. Yeah. What kind of gin?
1: New Amsterdam gin. It was Dry. basic. Yeah. Okay. Basic gin. Uh, so then came home, obviously, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then got a tattoo, decided fuck it. Uh, messaged someone I know that is a tattoo artist here in Tyler and picked an appointment time, showed up. And she was like, What do you want? I was, was it like, Tony? No. Oh. Uh, was like, Yeah, like, no, her name is uh, Natalie. You can find her on Instagram, actually. Fruit Punch Tattoos.
0: Fruit Punch Tattoos. That's
1: right. Fruit Punch Tattoos. She's here. She works here in Tyler. Um, The reason why her name is Fruit Punch is because if you bring her Fruit Punch, she'll give you $10 off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She loves it that much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, if I don't have to leave and get Fruit Punch, then that's a win for me. So I was like, cool. So I brought her Fruit Punch and then we picked the scorpion. She was insanely fast. Like she literally drew this in like less than 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Boom. Had it all done. Printed out like. 15 different sizes so that I could choose and then placing or whatever. And then it was boom, ready to go. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was insane how like clean it is too.
0: Right. Yeah. See, based off of the expertise I have accrued for myself, having watched at least eight seasons of Ink Master. Right. I would say that her lines look very clean.
1: Yeah. They're well,
0: very, they, she got them to be very dark. So, you know, they're mm-hmm. going to heal nicely or yeah. something.
1: <laughs> well, see, see, I had to get it a lot bigger than I actually wanted it mm-hmm. because she was like, oh, like, do you like traditional stuff? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted, like, was a traditional, like, scorpion. And so she was like, okay, well, like, how thick do you want, like, the outline to be? And I was like, thick. Like, thick as fuck. I want a thick-ass outline. And she's like, well, if we use, the, like, the thickest needle that I have, it's not going to look great if it's small. And so we we sized up. But, yeah. Okay. I got a little scorpion. It's got a little stinger right there. Uh, The mm -hmm. stinger actually hurt the fucking worst because it's right in the pit of my, like, the front of my, like, elbow.
0: Yeah, the little, the little soft, like, elbow crotch.
1: Yeah, it is bruised as fuck right now.
0: I know you showed me. I was very, very tempted to slap it. By the way.
1: Oh, you could have.
0: I. You probably would have like punched you in the teeth. Punched me right in my nose. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I absolutely would have. But you can do it if you want.
0: (laughs) I won't. I won't.
1: Just you'll suffer the coramifications.
0: It's okay. I'll convince someone way stronger than me to do it.
1: That's That's fine. fine. I'll punch them too. Okay. If they're bigger than me. Then I'll knife them, Jessica.
0: You don't have a knife on you right now.
1: It's right there. (laughs) I got it.
0: Have you been leaving your knife here on the table? Yeah. Oh.
1: Whenever I get... Jessica, when I walk into any place, immediately all things leave my pockets. Oh, okay. I stopped leaving them in the living room because Dean kept playing with my knives. That's true. And I don't fuck around with no dull knives, Jessica. These are sharp as fuck. I've cut myself multiple times (laughs) (laughs) on these knives. You as an adult? Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah, how about you? Got some updates.
0: Lots of... Listener feedback, swollen eye a la Quasimodo.
1: Quasimodo or elephant man? Quasimodo. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot In the cartoon. He had that fucked up eye.
0: Yeah, big old eye.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what you look like.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of look like, you know how you can get, there are two different kinds of goldfish, I feel like. There's the regular looking kind and the kind with like the eyes that look like they're about to burst out of their sockets. Uh-huh. I've got one regular goldfish eye and one big ol'. Exploding socket eye.
1: <laughs> yeah, No, that makes sense. I've watched you walk in circles for a little bit there.
0: I'd like 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 the the imbalanced goldfish. Yes, yeah, just,
1: they just swim in circles. Swim in circles. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Well, the beginning of that was. Well, I guess we'll we'll skip past that anyway. So the eye thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We I had mascara on my eyelashes, and I got an eyelash, I believe, with mascara like gooped onto it into my eyeball. Okay. And it. Did that thing where like it would only bug me off and on for like a really long time. So like it got stuck in my eyeball and then I kept scratching it and like trying to like pull something out of my eye, but it kept running away from me. And then like I would go to look, but I couldn't see anything for a really long time. And then eventually it came out. But by that time, it had created a tiny little leg scratch Mm. and a little infection. Right. So now I have a sty in my eye, like right in the center of my upper eyelid.
1: Yeah, I can see it. the
0: worst place ever to have one. Uh, And it's already going down, you know, but for like 12 hours. So like from last night all the way to like afternoon of today, uh, I had to make a makeshift eye patch out of a paper towel or like some toilet paper or tissue paper or something and a headband (coughs) because I couldn't work unless something was like holding my eyelid still. Mm. And even then it was hard. It was miserable. Now I got a big old swollen eye.
1: Yeah. Having both eyes to read is really helpful.
0: It's super helpful. Yeah. I kind of figured that before that. I feel like I didn't need to learn that lesson, but mm-hmm. the world thought differently. Yeah. And now I know for sure. You know, I have no questions now.
1: Well, that's good. Lesson learned. Right.
0: Definitely better to have two eyes.
1: Mm-hmm. Always.
0: For sure. Um, also, lots of listener feedback.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed.
0: Yeah. They've all been reaching out with little things they want us to do and say. And read, based off of the last few episodes you've been on. We had like some emails and stuff, if you recall. And read? Yeah. You had some emails. You read into some recordings. Yeah. Admirers of yours.
1: Mm-hmm. Big fans. Right. Of course, all of them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think you, what you're what you about to read some right now, right?
0: I was going to get into those, yeah.
1: So why don't we do the wheel spin, and then we'll, we'll jump into that. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, Jess. Yeah. Can you spin the wheel, or should I spin the wheel, since it's my welcome back?
0: Well, I spun the wheel last time. You weren't even Without here. Without me. So yeah, you should just go ahead.
1: Okay. well Then I'm going to spin it.
0: It's what I said, so.
1: What is my idea? All right. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Worst job experience. Hmm. Hmm. Worst job experience.
0: I have not had a lot of jobs. I've been a waitress Two in two different places? And I did retail once. And now I have my job now. That's about it. hmm My very first night as a waitress in my at my very first job.
1: At the Vietnamese restaurant. Pho City. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I was serving Pho in Pho City. uh My weird. the right. It was they totally took advantage of me, by the way. It was owned by this like really mean Korean lady. Oh. And she said that uh, I had to My first two weeks, if I did a good job, I'd get paid. But if I didn't, then they'd have to let me go because that was my probationary period.
1: Wow. Uh
0: Uh-huh. And then they made me buy um, a uniform, and I did. Um, And then they scheduled me from 8 p.m. to 2 in the morning Mm. because it was a 24-hour Vietnamese restaurant, you see? Yeah. So I did that. I agreed to all of it. Uh, And it was not that bad, all in all. Right. The taking advantage part really sucked. I ended up quitting because they refused to pay me. And then dad made, made a big stink about it and like reported them to the to Better Business Bureau or whatever. So then they paid me like 200 bucks after like a month or something.
1: Jesus. <laughs> yeah.
0: But either way, um, my first night there, I guess there was in downtown Burbank, I guess there was just like a big scene of like business people who all got off of work, like worked really late and got off work together really late. Okay. So they came in at like eleven, I feel like, and there that was doesn't a- sound.
1: It sounds like they got off of work and then they went to like Buffalo Wild Wings, or was it, there was another bar right there next to it where they were watching a sports game, mm-hmm. and then the sports game ended and they were hungry, so they went to Fuss City.
0: I really don't know. They were all in business clothes. There was a woman in like a power suit.
1: There were a ton of law firms up there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it was really late. Like I only my shift only started at eight, so they came in and they sat down. And the uh, cooks in the kitchen couldn't speak English. Okay. They were a couple of Vietnamese dudes. And so I gave them the ticket to make their food and they kept forgetting people's items and stuff. And this particular group of like business people were super pissed about it. This one guy was super PO'd about not getting his Cornish hen. So he bugged me about it. And I probably went back and forth like three times, real like apologizing to him every single time. And at the end of the shift, He, they decided to leave early and we, I comped. I convinced them to like comp his food. And then he screamed at me in front of the entire restaurant that uh, I was irresponsible and that I, it was not okay that I had forgotten about him and it was unprofessional and I didn't cry or anything, which I'm really proud of because I was, I was a little, you know, fresh out of high school, like 17 year old.
1: I would have threw hands. (laughs) I'd have been, I'd have been down on the ground with this man in the suit beating the shit out it of me. It was
0: really full. There was like a line out the door. That was, I think the first pho restaurant Burbank had saw, mm-hmm. had seen. And so he came up and he yelled at me in front of everybody and then disappeared for probably like, I want to say like 45 minutes. Okay. They left and he ended up coming back in and apologizing to me. That's kind. I know it was so nice. He wouldn't have but apologized was, to me because we would have been on the ground. <laughs> there would have been blood. He would have punched it right Blood would have been
1: spilt in the fuss city.
0: Yes. <laughs> it would have been fussity to blood city. You know, he, he like practically spit in my face. He was so angry with me. Um, and I just took it like, whatever, like, I'm really sorry. Like I really tried, you know, and I totally get it. And we will be better next time? And that kind of thing. And then, uh, it was awful. It was a terrible first day experience, first job. And then he came back and he apologized. So it turned into a not so bad experience, but it started off as like the worst one ever.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I hated most of my jobs. Like I worked, my first job was at Subway. Mm -hmm. Then I worked at Chipotle. Then I worked at Starbucks. And then I got into real people jobs. And I worked at a rehab for two years. And then now I've been at the nonprofit for almost three years. Worst job experience. Honestly, every single day at Chipotle. Wow, really? I Not only did I fucking hate working there, but like my... Like, the, the manager of the store was the fucking worst. She was so fucking lazy. And <laughs> I don't put up with shit. Like I said, I would have thrown hands with that man, right? Mm-hmm. I don't put up with shit. And so when she w- would get stupid, I would fucking tell her that she's being stupid. Ah. Uh, and so. Did you get fired? Yeah, I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Being, like, serving food, just in general, being a food server, I feel like anywhere, just sucks. hmm It's it, just not fun. It
1: definitely does. Yeah, because I remember I was, like, sweeping, like, the, like, front room that like we were closed. And so I was cleaning so that we could leave and I'm sweeping like the front area. And instead of doing what she's supposed to do, she starts walking out with a flashlight looking and she's like, you missed, you missed a piece of rice here. You missed this here. You was this here. And I handed her the broom and I was like, then go get it. I was like, I have other things to do. Right. And yeah, I, uh, I came in for my shift the next day and I was not on the schedule. So I was fired. She mm-hmm. fired me silently. No one knew. She didn't tell anybody. Cause wow. I like I came in and the other managers were like like Hey, what's up? Blah blah blah. And I went to go clock in and it didn't work, and so I went to go talk to them, and then they were, they pulled up on their computer to see what the problem was. Like, oh shit! I, I think guess you I, don't I, work I here? think she fired you. I was like, wow, that's great. It's and really so up. I I called the like uh like employee like support line and just fucking ratted on everything in that place for like forty five minutes. So she no longer works there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if it was because of me or not, but I really hope it was because <laughs> I fucking hated her. So. I won't say her name or where, which location, but she was a fucking bitch. And, <laughs> you know, I hope that she loses a toe or something to diabetes or something, you know.
0: Uh, why would you say that?
1: I don't want her to die. I just want her to suffer a little bit.
0: Why would she have to have diabetes? Well,
1: how else are you going to lose a toe? Lots of ways. Okay, well, then one of those ways, Jessica.
0: Without, you know, contracting an illness. Ugh.
1: I don't know. I mean,
0: how will she how lose I'm, a toe? I don't listen, know. I'm no saint. Losing a toe makes sense to me. Yes, but it <laughs> does. You don't have to curse her with disease. I just
1: want like every third step to like be like a little off balance, you know?
0: <laughs> you want her to hobble? <laughs>
1: yeah, just a little bit.
0: But she can lose the pinky because then she can still walk normally, but she's embarrassed. She doesn't like going in the pool because <laughs> you'll mm. see her pinky toe. Missing. Yeah,
1: you don't want to see that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I once got uh, yelled at by this guy he did not apologize. This was a very different story. Well, the same, the same thing, same story, but uh, not a nice ending.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and he got pissed because he asked me what kind of cheeses we have. And I started to list off the cheeses. I worked at a burger place. There was like a long line of people. Yeah. And I was being totally patient with him. So I was like, hi, you know, what would you like? And he was like, I don't know. He came in rolling his eyes already. I don't know what's popular here. I've never been. I'm like, oh, okay, well, what? I mean, the classic burger's really popular, there's this kind, I really like this kind, and I started pointing out, I was like, any of those would do great. Uh, I'll just do the classic. Okay, what kind of cheese? Regular cheese, I don't know. Okay, I mean, we have other kinds, I'm just asking what kind you'd like. What kind of cheeses do you have? And I started, he was fucking like getting under my skin and I'm like, no problem. We have, I start to list them and he starts screaming at me about how, like, I'm embarrassing him or something because now he's been in line for too long and people are looking at him and I'm wasting his time. And he said regular cheese. Why don't I just put regular cheese on it? And I'm like, do you mean American cheese? Because I don't know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> what is regular to you?
1: Yeah. Damn. People
0: are fucking assholes to wait. Yeah. Just as-
1: that was one of the reasons I did enjoy working at Starbucks, is because, like, you know my energy, right, of like throw hands and like I don't deal with attitude and shit. People mm-hmm. give that to me. I will give it back to them. Sure. Like I will just straight up be like, be like, all right, you can't you can't drink here. Like I'm not making you a drink. I'm not selling you a drink and no one else is going to. So you can mm-hmm. either stand there and complain or you can leave. They stand there and complain. And then the manager comes over and she had, matches my energy. She's like, <laughs> yeah, you can leave.
0: Was this the former attorney?
1: Uh, no, 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 no. She was the assistant manager, but she was the best. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic! That entire store that I work—I mean, we must have been like the rudest fucking Starbucks (laughs) like in the world. I don't know how many times people were complaining so much that I would straight up just like pour their drink into the trash can, throw it away, and then just give them like a coupon for a free any drink. And I'm like, "Don't come back. That's that's valid anywhere else. Get a bigger, more expensive drink there." Here you go.
0: (laughs) You also you got medieval too because people would say like. I'm lactose intolerant.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, well, why are you telling me your weaknesses and then being, being a ru- dick to being me? rude. <laughs> like, why are you doing that? You're, you're first, you're telling me that you are super, super sensitive to lactose, okay? And then you're telling me that you're gonna leave my store and walk three miles to your boyfriend's house, <laughs> okay? And then you have the audacity to be a dick to me? I don't think so. Not only did the bitch get decafed, okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But she got like half a cup of whole milk <laughs> in her in her drink. And I hope she shit her brains out on her three-mile walk. Maybe. Yeah. I bet you she did. I hope she did.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, you're basically just confirming what we all already knew. Yeah. It was like, it's like to be a waiter or a waitress. Yeah. I was a goody two-shoes. I never did anything like Look, that.
1: You anybody. don't need to be like super sweet and kind. Literally just don't be a dick.
0: Yeah. Well, and then the strategy. I just don't get it. Like, why be like, I'm literally going to shit my pants if there's any milk in here at all also you you're fat and you're you stink (laughs) (laughs) and
1: i think your hair looks stupid
0: also i think you're gross and you're really bad at making drinks and i hate coming here because you guys are rude anyway here's the money for my drink yeah make it (laughs) as
1: i'm sitting behind the counter like oh bitch i'll give you a drink you don't worry about it (laughs) yeah there were a couple times that i would like people were being really rude and so i'd comp their drink and then just ruin it annihilate them Mm -hmm. yeah it was a blast
0: well, you never got like evil, did you? Like someone oh, got, has like a severe nut allergy, and you give them almond milk.
1: No, I'm not going to kill them. You know, I don't okay. want them to go to the hospital. I just want them to suffer.
0: You just want them you know? to have a bad day. Yeah. Okay.
1: I just want them. I just want her to like shit her pants and then show up at her boyfriend's house. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like that's all I wanted. I
0: don't want you to die. No. I just want you to have a really terrible, humiliating like, I just experience. want you
1: to have some sort of trauma, traumatic event happen because you pissed me off. <laughs> I don't think that's too much to ask for. Right. Any who's We have some emails to read. I believe you said that people sent in some corrections because you told a story wrong or something. No, not me. Oh, uh, maybe one of our guests then.
0: Let me double check.
1: Because it couldn't have been me. I know that much.
0: All right. Um, someone whose name will remain anonymous. Of course. Made a comment that said, I want to come down there one day mm-hmm. and sub for Jake when he's unavailable. I'll raise the pitch of my voice. Talk through my nose and start every sentence with so or I mean. And I'll even do the ads for Tilted Tinker and the No Republic. That was it? That's all they said. That was it? Yeah.
1: So, I mean, like, fuck you, guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You don't know that that was a guy?
1: I don't know. But but fuck you, you know? (laughs) Thanks for listening to our show, though. Love you.
0: (laughs) Uh, Another one was um, a comment, two comments about Terry's story last episode. It was about the USS Indianapolis. Okay. Do you know what that one is? Have you heard of that before? No. Okay. I also I,
1: haven't listened to the episode, so. I sure.
0: I only, I only know about it because of Jaws. Jaws? I, I'm sure I had heard of it before, but I didn't really know that much about it. Jaws goes into, the yeah, other's a character who was a veteran and was on that ship when it sank. Okay. And experienced all the terrible things that they experienced. Mm. Nice. Anyway. Someone sent in some two answers to some questions we were asking last week.
1: Oh, yay.
0: And one of those was um, why the USS Indianapolis did not have escorts. And that's because it was a top secret mission. Oh. They were, I believe, delivering the bomb that was going to be used for uh, Hiroshima.
1: Oh.
0: I believe so.
1: So like one of those bombs is at the bottom of the ocean now?
0: Mm-mm, no, they delivered it successfully. They oh. died on the way back. Oh. Yeah.
1: Mm, that At least sounds,
0: three, three two thirds of them.
1: That sounds shady. Sounds like there was some sort of evidence on that ship.
0: I don't know. I don't think so.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Anyway, it was a top secret mission. The more ships you have in a group, the larger of a radar signature they'll make. Makes sense. And then another one was why they weren't using sonar to look out for Japanese submarines. Because oh. that was what fired two torpedoes at them, and got the ship to sink. And the answer uh, is because that can be detected by the enemy. Their own sonar system could be picked up, I guess, Mm. on someone else's sonar system or something. So
1: it's safer to go blind.
0: Yeah. They had to maintain absolute radio and sonar silence in order to get it done. Bummer. Yeah, big bummer. Yeah, and there's another comment. Uh, The captain of the USS Indianapolis was charged with something like failing to maneuver the ship in a defensive way, something, okay. something similar to that. And there, this person commented some clarification, and that was that the captain was supposed to get back home steering the ship in a zigzag motion in order to make it harder for tor- torpedoes to hit it. Okay. It's moving so slow, I wouldn't imagine that would do much, but I, I don't know anything about torpedoes or ships.
1: It's like the Millennium Falcon. It's I like, get- don't worry, kid, I know <laughs> some maneuvers. And he just like veers yeah. one way.
0: And uh, he goes on to say, instead, the captain mainlined a straight line. Mm. However, the Japanese submarine captain testified that it didn't matter later on. He had tracked the USS Indianapolis and had it dead to rights, so it didn't matter what course it took.
1: Oh, maybe he thought he could be faster than the torpedoes, you know? Maybe. You go way faster in a straight line.
0: Maybe. Also, someone uh, reached out to me about Dad's starburst story. Oh, uh huh. At first, it was just a couple of links. And then a comment. She could have swallowed your dad's whole arm. Mm. The link led me to I don't want
1: to know where the links go. You do. Okay.
0: Uh, to an article about Anna Haining-Bates. She was a woman in the 1800s, Canadian woman, who was seven feet and 11 inches tall.
1: Wow, that's quite tall.
0: This is a picture of her with a normal-sized child. Oh, jeez. Yeah, she was very large, and I guess... She's on record for having the largest vagina in the world because mm. one of her sons was born and his head was 19 inches around. Oh, yeah,
1: and he just slipped right out. I guess. She just coughed and boom, there he was.
0: Yeah, this is her with a normal sized man.
1: Oh, he can kiss her her nipples standing up.
0: He well he even then he'd still have to kind of like reach up tippy
1: toes. Yeah, tippy toes to the nipples. And
0: this is a picture of her with her husband. He was also very tall.
1: Oh, he was a very tall man too? Yeah. Wow. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So is did he send us those links because she could be starbursted?
0: Um, no, because if dad ever tried, he might lose his arm.
1: Okay. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm up first. You are. And when I heard the topic of cheat, I thought obviously immediately like someone cheating on their, you know, significant other and there being some sort of bloody altercation, whatever. But sure. I just think that's been done. Right. It happens all the time. It's not. It's not shocking. Not surprising.
0: I mean, it depends. People can get pretty gnarly, pretty upset, do some pretty terrible things. Yeah,
1: yeah. But so I went with something that interests me. Okay. More than that, and that's cheating in Vegas.
0: Cheating on like your lovers in Vegas?
1: No, cheating at the games, at the tables or the machines. Like cheating and scamming the casinos
0: to get more money. Get
1: more money. Yes. So, um, a few years ago, there was a there was a big old scandal that went down. Because normally, cheaters are caught pretty quickly. Okay. If they're trying to cheat like a slot machine or uh, if they're counting cards or whatever, usually, they don't make too much money. And if they do, then they usually get caught or whatever. I would imagine, unless they're really good. Who knows? But- There are cheaters every single day in Vegas, but this one was big. So at the Bellagio, he had a craps table. Mm -hmm. Um, There were three arrests against the four participants of this um, scandal, Mm -hmm. right? This this cheating scandal. Um, One of them was not arrested because he turned state's witness. So he he turned on his homies.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah,
1: very not cool. Um, But so they are believed to have stolen... Over a million dollars, okay, which is pretty big, a lot of money. And what they did was two of them worked as craps dealers. Okay. You know what craps is with the dice and.
0: Yeah, I think so. That
1: game. Okay, so there were two of them, they worked there. They were working at the craps table. And now apparently they were allowing their friends to place bets after the dice was rolled.
0: Oh no. So
1: then they were winning, they were handing bets and all that stuff. And now. It gets a little tricky and the reason why it took so long for them to get caught is because with craps there are there's a lot of like talking that happens and like you can make a bet without necessarily placing your stuff down yet okay and so they're they call those hop bets and what they would do is they would like make a verbal say that they, like a verbal bet was made and of course they would allow them to win this verbal bet and they would pay them and so they did this for over a year um and then finally Got arrested, whatever. And now um one of the uh one of the security dudes that worked there has been has been in the game for a long time, right? Okay. So he's he's been doing like watching surveillance in Vegas like his whole fucking life. Okay, so he he knows his shit. And this took him a long time to figure out because like I said, it's so verbal and you the obviously the cameras aren't recording sound. Right. And so it's it was hard to catch them, but eventually they did. Um, but he was interviewed. And what he said was like, look, honestly, like very likely like those three dudes are gonna serve jail time or whatever. He's like, but they'll be fine. After they get out, they'll be fine. They'll probably get probably get a job back at another casino or something, mm-hmm. um, but and he said in, his, in the interview, he said that they will not only live, but they will retain the usage of all 10 fingers. And he said that that was not always the case back in the 60s and the 70s.
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> and so then this, this interview turned very interesting, right?
0: That, yes. Things just got real spicy. Yes.
1: Yes, they did. So if you remember the movie Casino, you ever see that? Robert De Niro, uh, Joe Pesci. No, I have not. Okay. It's a great movie. Uh, Takes place in a casino in Vegas Mm -hmm. that's like run by the mob. And there's a cheater that gets caught and they take him into a back room and they ask him if he's right-handed or left-handed. And he says that he's, whatever he says, he says he's right-handed. And so they take a sledgehammer and they smash the shit out of his left hand.
0: Oh my god! Okay,
1: and, basically, and then throw them in the alley so and don't come back. Mm-hmm. So apparently, that is very accurate to how things were handled. So because there was a weird gray area when it came to like laws in casinos and shit, With,
0: they like within the actual casino. Yes.
1: So cheating back then was not a, was not a crime. Now it is. It's a federal crime to cheat right. at a casino, but then it wasn't because there wasn't really regulation there. Yeah, and so the owners of the casino were kind of left up to do whatever they wanted to do for those situations.
0: Meaning there's no law- With like near impunity. I don't understand that. Like, so the laws of that state didn't apply as long, like within the the casinos themselves, like they have their own laws?
1: Well, no, it's that there were no laws about cheating at casinos because casinos didn't exist until they did.
0: But there were laws about like assaulting people and breaking their hands.
1: Yes, but also if someone- breaks or is on your property doing things that you have said not to do or if someone if someone walks into your house right now you could shoot them
0: uh so that's how they would argue it
1: yes and so they had they were like it was like near impunity right i mean if you like cut off someone's hands like you're you're fucked
0: also i highly or, doubt most of the people who received punishments this way had the balls to report it oh of course not yeah <laughs> of course
1: not um so he said that uh back in the old days um they called it cheater's justice. And that was, they call a cheater's justice was a hand smashing.
0: The wild west is what that sounds like.
1: Yes, so he said, uh, back then, if you stole a million and a half dollars, you would just disappear. He said if you stole a few hundred thousand, you might get chained to a wall and beaten. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, he continues to say, I heard about a guy who stole chips using a device that allowed him to slip them inside his dealer's apron. Being kept in a basement for three days, supposedly without water, he was beaten every single day until finally they threw him into the street. Wow. Yes. So obviously that was before these laws were created. Then they made certain laws to make it illegal or whatever. But why are casinos gonna report people to the police? You don't want police all up in your casino. Right. So you're gonna handle it yourself, because they're not going to turn themselves in, right? They're not going to go to the police and say this casino broke my hand, because then they're going to ask why, and you're like, oh, because I stole a hundred thousand dollars from them. <laughs> so, uh, there was a blackjack player named Alan Brown who was caught spying the uh, the card. Like the I don't know if you've ever seen blackjack or played blackjack, but like the dealer, like. He puts one of the cards face down, one of the cards face up for his hand. And then because he has to know what's underneath that, there's like this little device that he slips it in and can see if it's an ace or a ten. So then he would know if he has it, if it's a blackjack, then he flips it. And that's it. Game over. If it's not, game goes on. Dealer doesn't really know what's underneath them, But this guy apparently managed to figure out how to see what was underneath it. So technically looking at a card. So the dealer kind of messing up and letting you see the card is not illegal. There's no crimes being broken. You're not breaking any rules at the casino itself. That didn't stop them, though. They beat the shit out of Alan Brown. Um, he was beaten so badly. They he uh, his kidney was ruptured um, and he had to go to the hospital where they managed to perform like surgery, like emergency surgery and saved his life. Um, and so, like I said, legally, nothing when he did nothing wrong, he could see the card and he used it to his benefit. Yeah. Still got beaten. You
0: were still stealing from them up.
1: Yeah. um, And so they said, like, honestly, shit happened in those days. Um, And here's he said that his is a good piece of advice that he gave to cheaters. Don't get caught (laughs) whether or not you're breaking the law. So he's like, literally, like, if you're doing anything somewhat shady, do not get caught because they will fuck you up.
0: You may have found a gray area and I'm sure you're very proud of yourself, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to save you from people who don't obey the law anyway.
1: Yeah, so there was another man um, who who was his his friend that had worked security that was standing in like the upstairs like perch or balcony Mm -hmm. and he saw a cheater. And apparently they took shit so seriously that other security guards had to hold this man back because he was about to go pull the man into the alley and shoot him Whoa! and just kill him for cheating. Um, But they calmed him down and instead, they dragged him to the street and beat him uh, until he was unconscious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Yes. I, that is better than being shot, I think.
1: Uh, slightly better, yes. You're right. Um, the next one, this is the next cheater at the casino. Uh, so this guy, Ruben, he's the security guard I've been talking about. Yeah. So he said, or sorry.
0: This is the one they're interviewing.
1: Yes. And so he said that the worst casino beatdown, is what he called it, <laughs> that he ever saw had nothing to do with cheating. It was all about disrespect. Okay. So apparently in some casino in Lake Tahoe, uh, the owner of the said casino, right, who had co-developed Caesar's Palace in Vegas, like he's this big, big honcho, um, was sitting down at a game at a, I think, blackjack table and someone else came and was sitting down next to him. And so apparently this, this very rich head honcho man uh, had a habit of doing cocaine. Sure while he was watching over like his game floor. Mm-hmm. And so he was sitting there playing and he got the urge. So he put, he put his hands down and he went to use his cocaine, came back and he decided, fuck it. I am gonna, I'm gonna be a dealer now. He owns a casino, he can do whatever he wants. So he did some cocaine. Then he came back to the table and he's dealing. And so there was a young player who he dealt really bad hands to. I mean, there's luck of the draw. And so this, um this young player did not like that at all
0: didn't like being dealt a bad he
1: hand. did not like being dealt so many bad hands back to back so naturally he stood up he reached across the table oh. and he slapped Ooh. head honcho man across the face so obviously the casino security that has been like watching you know their boss
0: very closely very
1: closely rush over they pull him away they hold him against a wall and one of the guards hands a billy club
0: oh to the my head honcho,
1: who starts beating the ever living fuck out of him in
0: front of everybody.
1: In front of everybody, they're on the they're in the middle of the casino floor.
0: Holy shit! And he's
1: just fucking railing on this guy. Um, apparently, he said that he, the only thing he can compare it to is tenderizing meat. Like oh. that's what was happening. Um, he was beaten. The public was watching, and apparently he had to have a trip to the hospital.
0: I mean, that makes sense. And so... So no one said said anything? No one on the floor said anything about that?
1: No. Why the fuck would you? He probably bought them all free drinks or something. (laughs) (laughs) It was his casino. It didn't didn't, matter.
0: Here's $1,000 to all of you. Have a good night.
1: (laughs) don't fucking say a word. Or like, you'll be up next to this guy. Um, And so Ruben continued. He was saying, you know... uh, Like these days, obviously, if you get, if you cheat, like you don't really get the shit kicked out of you or, you know, you don't get murdered anymore. You just straight get arrested and go to jail. Um, But he said that, honestly, if he were to be a cheater, he would have wished that he was back in the older days. He's like, because you wouldn't have a rap sheet. You can just keep going, you know? Like, if you were ballsy enough to do it. And he says, specifically, it took more balls to be a cheater in the old days. Uh, And as long as you didn't get assassinated in your driveway or have your jaw broken in the street, the old way was arguably better. Guys would rather get beaten than have the cops called in and wind up in jail. Bones heal. Police records are forever. (laughs) Um... And so, uh, he said, like, he went on, like, with more recent stuff. It's really not that interesting, right? No one gets beaten senseless in this one, but he talked about, a recent scam that someone learned how to roll dice a certain way and got caught cheating or whatever and got arrested. And he's, oh, yeah, no, we called the cops and they took him. Mm -hmm. So, like, obviously, back in the day, he had a lot more fun.
0: Whereas, like, today... They call the cops over anything. Yep. Someone's dog bit someone else and yeah. the cops get called. Well, because
1: I think now like they have like all of their books go over to the federal government anyway. So like they're going to be in your shit regardless. Yeah. Might as well not have any liabilities on your hands. I
0: mean, listen, I'm not complaining. I don't like the idea of people getting beaten in front of other people.
1: A Dude, that's badass, right? Like, what would you do? Well, today is different because everyone would pull out their phones and start recording it. <laughs> But like if there were no cell phones in this establishment and you see someone slap a man in the face and then like six dudes just pin him against the wall and he's just getting beat maybe to death. Who knows?
0: I don't think. No, I don't. I just don't think I would gamble. I don't really gamble, period.
1: I love gambling.
0: Well, I don't like gambling with people I don't know. I understand that it's a lot of fun. Like there's a crowd for it and it's like a, you know, super cool, edgy Las Vegas thing to do. I just I never learned any of those games. I don't really care to. Mm-hmm. And so the whole like getting dolled up and going to a blackjack table or whatever, you know, sipping on some malted whiskey mm-hmm. with like a cigar or whatever. It's, I'll never be that person. I don't care. Well, I like getting really like ditzy drunk and playing slot machines. I won't. I don't win at.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jessica, that's literally what I was going to say is like I said, I love gambling and I do. Right. But I'm never sober enough to play at the tables. <laughs> like I'm in. If I go to Vegas, I'm hammered. I'm not the looking, moment I wake up. Right.
0: I'm not looking for a challenge. I'm looking to like find the brightest color and spin that wheel.
1: <laughs> yes, there are so many great games. I just I sit down and like they have these little touch screen things, and so I just turn the volume all the way up. I know everyone <laughs> around me fucking hates me, but I don't give a shit. Just crank it all the way up, and I'm just like <laughs> sitting there pressing that button.
0: Is there a So I might be mixing up two different ones. There's a, there's one slot machine. That's like this really big jumbo sized like Buffalo one. Oh, I love that one. Yes.
1: It's a Buffalo gold.
0: And there's also one with these, like, I don't know, like Norwegian beer ladies with the big old titties. Oh, (laughs) Heidi. And then like, dun,
1: dun, 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 dun. and then like every once in a while you go like a prost and like shit's pouring everywhere and there's beer. Uh-huh. It's so much fun. Those are two of my favorite games. I love those. They're loud and amazing. And now <laughs> they make them with like vibrating chairs. <laughs> and so like you sit there and crank that shit all the way up. <laughs> like, uh. And like whenever you're like even winning or losing, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> You feel like one of those dudes with like the big ass subwoofers in their uh-huh. cars with the massive penises. Yeah. That's what you feel like sitting in this chair, and it's great. And I'm just like literally, I'm sitting there betting like thirty cents. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not betting real money. I'm just doop doop Yeah. Yeah. Just having fun. Yep. Just goofing.
0: Yeah. Just new boots goofing. New boot
1: goofing. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. That is the end of my story. Well done. Thank you. I
0: Thank enjoyed you. learning about how you know wild and crazy the uh, casinos used to be back in the well, day. Well,
1: these were just situations that this particular guy saw and said in the interview. I'm sure there were countless. I'm sure if you were to interview some other guard, he would have other different stories. I'm shit. I don't know how many people died. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he wasn't going to admit that in an interview that he either killed someone or saw someone get killed, but. Right. Yeah. Crazy shit.
0: Crazy. Crazy.
1: Moral of the story, don't get caught.
0: Or just don't cheat. You could also do that. That's also a possibility. You could just not.
1: Why be so vanilla, Jessica? Vanilla? Vanilla. Plain. Boring.
0: Unbruised.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: No fractured bones. Mm -hmm. My life continues. I get to do whatever I want. That's true. Without like limping or needing a kidney surgery.
1: But with far less money.
0: Maybe. (laughs) 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 I mean, you'll have to spend it all on your medical bills anyway.
1: Maybe you have insurance. You know, you fell down some stairs. Yeah, sure. I fell down the stairs and broke every single bone in my hand. (laughs) Oops.
0: Ow. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh,
1: (laughs) wee. All right. Well, it is time for the break. It is. So one of our beloved patrons. Yes. uh, Sent us a reel on Instagram. Okay. And they said that they wanted us to play some tunes for the break.
0: All right. Well, let's hear it. Just a small town train. wow wow thank you patron
1: i'm gonna say his name do it tj (laughs) you bastard sending us that dark oh no (laughs) (laughs) cheat cheating cheaters that was a show
0: yeah it was about people who cheated
1: it's a great name then it perfect yeah, you can you can cheat on your tests. You can cheat on your spouse or significant other.
0: Sure, cheat at games, as we learned in your casino stories,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and board games. You can cheat at board games. Mm-hmm. You think I don't? You think why? Why do you think I always want to be the banker in Monopoly? Because I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna pocket some hundies. You know what I mean?
0: Some pink fifties.
1: Maybe I don't know.
0: It's pretty uncool.
1: It is uncool. There are some places that. Uh, they kind of cheat you on your purchases. You know, you make a purchase from them and you get cheated, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. No, uh, you've, I've had that before. You know, you order a like a cool t-shirt online and it shows up and it's really cheaply made. Yeah. They cheated you.
1: You got cheated. This isn't
0: worth $25. You got
1: cheated. You know who would absolutely never cheat you on any of your purchases?
0: On any of the quality or value of their products?
1: Correct. Who? Do you know who we're talking about? Who? Our sponsors, (laughs) we would like to thank Tilted Tinker, woodcraft and wizardry. Tilted Tinker is a company that makes woodcraft products. They make plaques with all sorts of, of hilarious sayings.
0: Lots of sarcasm and underhanded insults. All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons and Dragons accessories.
1: That's right. And everything assembled by hand all here in the United States
0: made in the USA and it is family owned they are close friends of ours that's the most I'll say
1: could be anyone
0: could be anyone but they are fantastic and we do love their products we own many of them I have personally purchased several items
1: oh yeah when I get drunk I buy a lot of their shit
0: it's pretty great you can visit their website at tiltedtinker.com. You can reach out to them at infotiltedtinker.com. At they are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias.
1: Nice. You should go and you should buy something, listener, from their website because they're awesome. Mm-hmm. And they love us just like we love you.
0: Jacob, we also have some discount codes from Tilted Tinker.
1: We do. They were so amazing and kind to provide exclusive three shots in promo codes for their website, which give. off your entire purchase.
0: Wow, that's a big deal.
1: It is a big deal. And they provided two promo codes.
0: You can make your purchase using the discount code HORSICA, H O R S E I C A. That's HORSE I C A.
1: Or you can use Jacob McGuire. Jacob is spelled J-A-C-O-B Maguire M-A-G-U-I-R-E. Wow. If you support Jessica more than you support me, use code Horsica. If you like me more than you like that bitch, go ahead and use Whoa. Jacob Maguire. We live next door to a cow farm.
0: They're gonna be cows outside.
1: <laughs> They're gonna be cows outside. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I noticed something in our uh, sent messages on Instagram. Uh, Okay. I see that one of us Mm -hmm. sent a message to a popular, well-known female comedian from like the 60s and 70s.
1: Ah, yes.
0: And uh, I say one of us out of courtesy. Mm -hmm. I definitely didn't send Carol Burnett any messages.
1: Okay. So I may have.
0: Interesting. Interesting.
1: Yeah. So but I can explain. Okay. I can explain. Because I, I did. I did I sent Carol Burnett uh, a pretty big message. You did. On our Instagram. Yeah. So, um remember I told you earlier in the update I got that free bottle of gin? I yeah. And I also said that I drank half of it. I remember. So this is that night, okay? Ah. Yes. So we were staying at Danny's aunt's house and she's taking care of her mother, who has is going through some Alzheimer's and shit. And uh, so she watches old TV. Right. And I was about a quarter way through with that bottle of gin.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And I'm sitting down and we're watching TV. It's pretty late. I don't know. 11, maybe 12. I don't know. Something like that. Okay. And uh, the Carol Burnett show is on. I'm watching the Carol Burnett show and it was pretty funny. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And so I kept watching it. Uh, grandma went to bed.
0: So now it's just you and Carol Burnett?
1: It was just me and Carol Burnett. Yeah. Danny was busy with her aunt. They were doing something and I was just watching Carol Burnett. And I was watching and watching, and it was fucking hilarious. The show ended. I pulled it up on YouTube, just kept watching more skits and shit. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. And uh, about two hours later, I was, I was down to about half that bottle of gin. Uh-huh. And I just said, fuck it. I'm just going to message Carol Burnett, right? What's the worst that happens?
0: She ignores you.
1: The worst thing is that she ignores me. So I messaged her from three shots in, asking her to be a guest on our show. I'm pretty sure she's like 80-something.
0: Yeah, I think she's 82.
1: Yeah, she's she's an old woman. I first Googled to make sure she was alive. She is.
0: She is. <laughs> so, she's alive and well. So that's exciting. So she has a, a team of people, I'm sure, who review her messages and mm-hmm. handle her social media.
1: Yeah. Uh, I felt very confident about that message, too. huh. Um,
0: what do you mean confident in what?
1: Spelling and grammar. Hmm. I was very confident. All right. Uh, turns out that was in uh, bad faith.
0: Yes, it was after reading the message that I was certain you were drunk when you wrote it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. I was pretty hammered, and apparently, my vision was not the best. <laughs> so,
0: well, anyway, it was a very sweet message.
1: It was. I gave her all sorts of praise.
0: I'm sure she wasn't upset to have read it.
1: No, but she could have hearted it or something, you know. Maybe it doesn't even say it was seen. Right. Didn't even read it. She left it in her her pending messages.
0: Probably. She probably,
1: probably blocked us.
0: <laughs> no, we're not blocked. We follow oh, her. Actually. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Did I follow her? Yeah. Is that
0: me? I noticed it. It was, it was, um, she probably won't care, you know, being 82, but it's a social media no-no, I would imagine. A faux pas. A faux pas. If you will, to send someone a message and tell them you're a huge fan of theirs and you want them to be on your show, but not follow them.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, I, then I did follow her out of respect. No. And you, I don't, I don't like faux pas You didn't. Oh.
0: <laughs> I checked. <laughs> Jacob, are you in the know?
1: I mean, I'm in the know, but I'm also in the No republic. That's right. We are sponsored by the No republic. They are a clothing brand who gives 20% of all proceeds to mental health awareness and suicide prevention in specifically high schools and colleges all around the United States.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Their clothing is unique and everything is done in house. I heard that they ventured with a third party and that third party didn't work out. So now that's right. Everything is crafted by hand shipped with love and care yeah they're an awesome company they always give back and you can go on their website the no republic again that's with a k thenorepublic.com
0: great customer service too i reached out to them with a problem and they got back to me right away
1: oh wow that's amazing Mm -hmm. normally people take like you know like within 24 hours but how soon did they get back
0: four hours whoa Even Iceland gave us one more listen. <laughs> oh, we got an additional listen from yeah. Iceland? Yeah. Yay. So nice.
1: Yeah. No, Europeans love us, man.
0: Iceland is not in Europe.
1: Yeah, it is. Where the fuck else would it be?
0: North America? Am I thinking of Greenland?
1: Greenland is also considered Europe.
0: No, it's not. Your horse. So predictable. It is this. considered far Western Europe.
1: Oh, what's that? It can you, can you repeat that again, Jessica? What? Can you say that again?
0: Far Western Europe.
1: What's in far Western Europe, Jessica?
0: Oh my God! None of this is making it in.
1: What is in far Western Europe? Your fat ass. Oh my <laughs> God! How dare you, you bastard!
0: <laughs> the tip of your nose. <gasps>
1: up in a new three-shot-in patron-exclusive.
0: Tannis was a simple country girl looking for an escape from boring farm life. Big Al was everything she was looking for, a sexy bad-boy carnosaur from the wrong side of the food chain. Would their torrid romance tear their families apart?
1: Wet Hot Allosaurus Summer by Lola Faust. (laughs) To become a patron, go to threeshotsin.com and click the monthly subscription link. This is intended only for mature audiences. Three Shots In is not responsible for any soaked pants, green jeans, or stained seats. Listener discretion is advised. Break's done.
0: It is, and it's my turn to spin.
1: Okay, go for it then. All right, here we go. What's the worst thing you would do if you were invisible for a day? The worst the thing? The worst thing you would do. So I think I answered this before. I went straight like domestic terrorism in a Walmart. Mm-hmm. You know, like just causing sheer panic and terror. Not not necessarily hurting anyone, oh, but making them fear that. for their lives. That yes.
0: wasn't invisibility. That was, oh, was pause free, could freeze time, which is basically the same.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying is uh, that's the worst thing I would do.
0: Well, it's almost the same. Anyway.
1: That's the worst thing I would do, is domestic terrorism. And I don't mean, like I said, I'm not harming anyone.
0: You would freak not, them out.
1: Yeah, I would cause sheer panic. Like maybe like like pick up someone's baby and just run away with it.
0: <laughs> oh my God, no! You know?
1: I and would then, no, never and do then, that. And then set it down like very nicely and then keep, keep running. They'll just think, why did their baby just float away yeah, aggressively?
0: Then they're going to like freak out about like the existence of aliens or demons or something and start like a...
1: Weird cult. So, what you mean is that they would be terrorized domestically. That's what I want to do.
0: I understand that you would want to steal babies. The worst thing. I'm not I could stealing. Give to you. I give them
1: back. I'm just scaring people. You know.
0: You're still stealing. It's still stealing. You don't have to keep it to be stealing.
1: It's not really stealing. It's more of like a like a part time borrow.
0: I'm just borrowing this to make you afraid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um.
1: I don't want to run that far. I'm not running that much. You know. Let's see. I'm not invisible, so that I can sweat.
0: I don't know. I feel like Terry and I would do some like pretty freaky stuff. It's about the worst thing I can think of, though. What
1: kind of invisible are we talking? Like, Are we naked? I'm not sure. I think we're naked.
0: You think we got to be nude?
1: Yeah. I, nude? Don't, I don't think I'm going to grab a baby naked. Yeah, weird. That's weird.
0: That's weird. Um, hmm. I'll
1: push the stroller, though. <laughs> That's what it is. That's think, the way around it.
0: I feel like I would just... Ideally, I could still wear clothes and stuff, because... If I was nude, I just wouldn't leave the house. I don't. I wouldn't but you're like invisible. It. I know I am. That like I wouldn't you have like a full it. Full day of invisibility. I, right, but what if you have so much fun you lose track of time and you're invisible, like in like the middle of downtown, mm. holding a baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jessica, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not borrowing a baby on the eleventh hour. Okay. That is that is one <laughs> of the first things done, I
0: do. Get that out of the way early. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um. I. Well. Anyway, the worst thing I could imagine doing. I don't know. I'm boring. I don't think there's a lot of things I would do.
1: Say it. Murder. Who is it?
0: I wouldn't murder anybody. Who are you murdering? The pettiest thing I could possibly do.
1: No, it's the worst thing.
0: I know, but I wouldn't do anything like straight up evil, like snatch people's children and like make them think they're going to disappear.
1: Okay. I said I want to cause panic and terror and- people really care about babies. And so if I-
0: I, I, No, no, no. I understand that the logic is that this is how you achieve the terrible thing you have sought out Mm -hmm. to to achieve. Yeah. I just wouldn't want to achieve anything terrible. Mm. But I would want to do something like take advantage and do something with that ability and that opportunity to see things I wouldn't normally get to see.
1: Ooh, what if you could like- you are invisible, and this is this is what I would do for it as a joke. You know, you you go into like sneak into like a runway. You know, they're like America's Next Top Modeling and shit down the down the catwalk. You know, mm-hmm. and you just, just trip the bitches. Boom, drop them on the floor.
0: Oh, no, I wouldn't want to be mean. I, feel I, like I would definitely I would just,
1: trip people. I would
0: just want to like. There are some really ritzy like mansions out here, especially by the lake. Lakes. I think I would just like drive up there. And like break into their houses just to see what like really like cool, fancy stuff they've got inside. Ew, that's gross. I just wanna see how cool their houses are.
1: That's gross. You're just gonna break into someone's house naked and just walk around it and what? What? Flick your nipples around looking <laughs> looking at their <laughs> at their wonderful mansion art.
0: No, I I don't have cribs anymore. (laughs) I want to know what's going on in there. (laughs) How many rooms do they have? Do they have a bidet? I like that kind of cool stuff. That's weird, man. I'm not snatching their children. Okay, I think I think yours is is the bigger evil here.
1: Look, I corrected it. I said I'm not snatching it. I'm pushing the stroller very fast and very (laughs) aggressively down the street.
0: Aggressively pushing the stroller with your fucking penis wagging back and forth as (laughs) as you're running. This poor child is staring down at your dick. I'm invisible. So they just hear.
1: (laughs) Please, Jessica, I run faster than that. It's more of like a. (laughs) Yeah, come on. Uh, Yeah, that's probably what people would hear. (laughs) <laughs>
0: they call you like the slapping specter. <laughs> wow, that was fun. <laughs> I would yeah, I would definitely I would See, domestic terrorism can be fun. <laughs> you well,
1: you would, would have I'm enjoyed not, it.
0: I'm not terrorizing anyone. No one would know I'm there.
1: That's kinda that's kind of creepy though.
0: Well, all right, I think we should move on.
1: Alright. Well, yeah, it's it's your turn. And I believe you had mentioned that you would be talking about Cheating.
0: Cheating death.
1: Cheating death.
0: Yes, I'm quite excited about these don'ts. They're super cool. I'm excited. If they're true. Oh. Because all of these people who cheated death, while some of it was verified by others, a lot of it they were alone for, so who knows.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Frano Selic, or Selak, not sure. Like Tom Selic? Maybe, he was a Croatian man. Okay. January 1962, he's riding a train through this cold, rainy canyon, and the train flies off of the tracks, Oh. crashes into a river. He claims someone, some unknown rescuer, pulled him to safety, and 17 other passengers drowned
1: oh, after shit. the crash.
0: Yeah, He suffered a broken arm and hypothermia, but lived. Wow. The very next year, during his uh, first and what turned out to be the only time he would ever ride a plane... He was blown out of the door because it malfunctioned and flew off. And he landed in a haystack.
1: What the fuck?
0: But then the plane crashed and killed nineteen people on it. Dude. Right?
1: Death wants this man.
0: <laughs> you just wait. So three years after the plane crash.
1: This is Selik, Frono. Okay.
0: In nineteen sixty six, he's on a bus. As he's on as he's riding the bus, the bud the bus skits oh My God. <laughs> Let me start over. So he's on this bus. While he's riding the bus, it skids off the road into another river. Just like the train, it drowns four people and he gets away with cuts and bruises.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Mm -hmm. Four years after that, 1970, his car catches fire while he's driving it. Okay. And he manages to like jump out of the car moments before his fuel tank blows up.
1: Okay, that's badass. Isn't it? Yeah. That's some, some James du- Bond y- shit. Very
0: 007. Okay, so
1: wouldn't you just, like, stay in your house forever now?
0: No, I wouldn't.
1: Like, what the fuck? I'm, I, I'm waiting f- to hear the one where he finally dies.
0: You're not going to. What? Selleck. And I'm not done. There's more? 1973, three years after that, Um, in another incident while driving, his the engine of his car becomes doused with hot oil. When, I guess his fuel pump, like, malfunctioned or something, so the flames shoot through his air vents at him while he's driving. What the fuck? His hair- He's getting
1: flamethrowered while driving? Yeah,
0: he ends up pretty much unharmed. Some of his hair is singed, that's it.
1: What the fuck? In
0: 1995, he's literally hit by a bus. (laughs) Gets away with only minor injuries. What? Yeah, 1996. He barely misses a head-on collision with a United Nations truck on the curve of a mountain by swerving into the guardrail which shot him through the windshield threw him into a tree that he grabbed onto as he watched his car fall 300 feet into a ravine.
1: What the fuck?
0: (laughs) And then two days after his 73rd birthday, he played the lottery and won 900,000 euros which at that time and converted to US dollars would be $1,110,000.
1: Huh. So he's literally like the luckiest man in the world. Basically. Jesus. Can you imagine fucking catching a tree and shit? Fucking dive rolling out of your fiery car? No. Getting thrown out of a plane?
0: (laughs) Fucking fire shooting out of your air vents while you're trying to drive?
1: Fuck that, dude. Crazy stuff. Good for you, Frono. Frono. Yeah. Next up. Okay.
0: Roy Sullivan. The first time Roy was struck by lightning. Was April nineteen forty two? The first,
1: the first time. The first time. Okay.
0: He said that he was hiding from a thunderstorm in a fire lookout tower. He was a park ranger, okay. uh, in I believe Shenandoah National Park.
1: Why does that sound familiar?
0: I don't know. Maybe you've heard of the park before. I don't think so. Either way, he was in a fire lookout tower. I guess the tower was fairly new, but it didn't have any, and it had no like lightning, no like <laughs> <laughs> lightning rod on the top or anything. Didn't matter. It was struck by lightning seven to eight times.
1: Whoa.
0: He described the scene from within the tower saying that fire, it was like he was watching fire jump all over the place. Obviously the tower caught fire. That's ironic. Because it's a fire lookout tower. It's a fire watch tower. (laughs) (laughs) So he said that he ran out of the burning tower and got a few feet away before lightning struck him.
1: Jesus Christ. Mm
0: -hmm. He said that it burned a half inch strip along his right leg all the way to his toe and it, that the lightning shot out of his like shoe leaving a hole.
1: What the fuck? Yeah. So this man is just like a superconductor apparently.
0: Apparently. Second time.
1: Sounds like an X-Men.
0: July 1969. Um, strangely, this is like some kind of weird freak final destination type stuff. Okay. He's in his truck. He's driving on a mountain road. Usually the being in a car and getting like the car getting hit by lightning isn't such a big deal. The car tends to like absorb it. You don't really get, you don't really feel anything. Okay. Like lots of people have had their cars hit by lightning before. Unfortunately for Roy, the lightning first hit some trees nearby and deflected into his open window.
1: What the fuck? (laughs)
0: Uh, It knocked him unconscious, burned off his eyebrows and eyelashes and set his hair on fire and his truck, while uncontrolled because he's unconscious inside it, kept moving and then stopped right at the edge of a cliff.
1: What the hell is happening?
0: The third time he was struck by lightning, July 1970. He was struck while in his front yard. He said that the lightning had hit uh, a nearby power transformer and that from the transformer shot straight into his left shoulder, searing it. Searing it? Now he has a burn on his left shoulder. The what the fuck? F- the fourth time he was struck by lightning. Fourth time? Spring 1972. He's working inside of the ranger station at Shenandoah National Park, and he's struck again. His hair was set on fire. He tries smothering the flames with his jacket, but can't, runs into the restroom, and tries to fit his head under the like the sink, and can't, so he has to use like a wet towel. Eventually, he gets the fire out. And it was after this time that he began to like... Get really paranoid about going outside ever?
1: Oh, oh, now, now
0: after the fourth time. After
1: the fourth time, maybe you don't go outside when there's a fucking thunderstorm.
0: Right. Yeah. He said that he. This is the fourth time was when he began to believe that some force was trying to destroy him, and that he he officially acquired a fear for death. So for months and months, whenever he got caught into caught in a storm while he was driving his truck, he would pull over and lie down in the front seat until the the storm passed. And uh, he believed that there was something about him that attracted the lightning, so he avoided standing in crowds so no one else would get hit oh, that's by the lightning. A... And he also uh, traveled with a can of water in case his hair caught on fire again.
1: Oh my god.
0: So he's really paranoid, and it's a good thing he was. August 7th, 1973. <laughs> this is now the fifth time. He's out on patrol in the park, and he sees a storm cloud forming. He decides to drive away from it.
1: Right. Good. Good
0: but the cloud, he said, seemed to follow him. He finally thought he'd outrun it, decided that it was safe to leave his truck and run toward a building. Not long after he stepped out of his car, he got hit by a lightning bolt. He stated that he actually saw the lightning bolt hit him, that it moved from his left arm and left leg and knocked off his shoe. It then crossed over to his right leg, just below his knee. He didn't lose consci- consciousness this time. He crawled back to his truck to get the can of water because his hair was on fire a second
1: Jesus time. Christ.
0: What the fuck? The sixth time he was hit by lightning. <laughs> June 5th, 1976. He's hit by lightning again. This time he injures his ankle. And he uh, he reported that he saw another cloud, tried to move away from it, and that it seemed to follow him where he went. And he was struck again anyway. His hair caught on fire a third time.
1: Oh my God.
0: The seventh time he was struck by lightning. <laughs> Saturday morning, June 25th, 1977. This is the last time.
1: Okay. This is good.
0: He uh, is fishing. There's a nice, like, good sized freshwater pond. He's fishing at the pond. The lightning strikes him right on the crown of his head. Obviously, Uh-oh. his hair is set on fire. Right. It travels down and it burns, leaves burns on his chest and his stomach. So he turns to his car and finds a bear.
1: Oh my God.
0: There's a bear there.
1: <laughs> There's a bear. Over the bear there. approaches
0: the pond. And tries to steal the trout that he'd caught on the end of his fishing line. While his hair's still on fire, he grabs a tree branch and beats the bear over he's, the head. <laughs> he's fighting the bear? <laughs> beats the bear over the head. Uh, eventually it runs away and he puts the fire out. What the fuck? Yeah.
1: So I'm assuming he died soon after that and that's why he wasn't struck again?
0: No. Um. It's actually really sad how he died. I guess he. it's funny that this is about... Cheating. So I read two different articles that mentioned the way he died. One said that he died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound.
1: Oh, no. The
0: other said that it was not only self-inflicted, it was verifiably suicide. Um, And that one elaborated that he, I guess, was having an affair.
1: Oh, no. Cheating
0: on his wife and that whoever it was he was seeing on the side wasn't interested in continuing to see him. He was devastated by this, apparently. And so, I, like I said, I only read this in one article. I don't know if it's true, but the article said that he shot himself in bed beside his wife and that she somehow slept through it and woke up to find him.
1: Ah, uh, that sounds shady. But...
0: Yeah, I didn't believe that either. Why wouldn't you hear a gunshot? Mm-hmm. But either way.
1: Dang.
0: After all of that, he committed suicide.
1: of So he had nine lives, right? Got struck seven times, fought a bear. That was number eight, number nine. Well, but the
0: bear didn't really attack him. It probably left pretty soon after he hit it.
1: Well, why? Because his head was on fire.
0: Also, he may the nine lives thing may be true because he claimed in an interview later on that the first time he was actually struck by lightning was when he was a kid. Okay. He said that. um,
1: Oh, so before he was at the watchtower.
0: Right. He said the very first time he was
1: struck by lightning.
0: Eight times. Eight times. He said that the very first time he was hit by lightning was in 1942 was not in 1942, sorry, but much earlier, he was a kid, and he was helping his father cut wheat in a field, and uh, lightning struck the blade of his scythe, but didn't injure him. Oh. But he said that he couldn't prove that one, so he just didn't say it. He didn't think people would believe it. Hmm. But nine lives, perhaps.
1: Perhaps. I mean, dude, have you seen those, like, people struck by lightning scars? Yeah. They're cool as fuck.
0: They're really cool looking.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't want to be struck by lightning, but if I was, like, I'd have a really cool scar or I'd be dead.
0: Right. Either way, it's a really cool story. Even if it's you a great died, story, like, yeah. got struck by lightning.
1: I'd be, I'd be on all the papers. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. We could all get, like, really cool lightning tattoos. Oh, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Be like, you know, this is for Jacob.
1: Yeah, in honor of Jake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: this is my last one. Okay. Poon Lim. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Poon.
0: Poon. P-O-O-N. <laughs> 1942, around the same time as uh, Roy Sullivan started getting hit by lightning. Right. Nin- 1942 during World War II, uh, Poon Lim was working as a second steward on a armed British merchant ship called the SS Ben Lomond, or perhaps Ben Lomond. I'm not sure. Okay. Anyway, I guess during World War I and Two, the Brits were taking like cruise liners and merchant ships and using them as warships in camouflage.
1: So that okay. they, they
0: looked like regular yeah. old ships, but actually they had like guns and torpedoes and other stuff on them.
1: Yeah, that'd be a shocker.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Look here, there's a Royal Caribbean cruise coming up. Mm-hmm. Psych, psych, Tomahawk, Tomahawk, Tomahawk. Right. Yeah, that'd be right. badass.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it probably was. There was a downside though. Uh-oh. They were really slow.
1: Mm, that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. So I guess British shipping com- companies Um, there's a lot of demand for them to design a ship that still looked unimposing but had a steam-powered engine. They wanted them to be faster, but they still wanted to be incognito. Okay. I guess the SS ben Lamond was one of these. Oh, okay. So November 10th, 1942, uh, the ship is is set sail by itself. It's a warship, but they're not traveling in like groups at this point, or at least this one isn't. Okay. It's got a crew of 54 people, including Poon, uh-huh. And they sail from South Africa headed towards South America, planning eventually to make their way to New York. Okay. They're crossing okay. the Atlantic, yeah.
1: And then they're going to ride the coastline all the way up? I guess it's
0: called the Southern Sea now, depending on how south, how, Whatever. how far south you are.
1: But and then they're going to ride the coastline all the way up to New York.
0: Yes. Okay. That is the plan. However, 13 days into the journey and six days from their South American destination, the SS ben Lamond was attacked by a German U-boat and hit by two torpedoes.
1: Oof. Yeah. What was a German U-boat doing in South Africa?
0: Not sure. Well, I mean, closer at this point, if it's six days from South America, 13 days away from South Africa, it's closer to South America. But then. still, why the hell are you so south? I don't know. Their war were.
1: was way up north compared to that. They were. Hmm.
0: So- It gets hit by two torpedoes. Poon manages to get a life jacket and he jumps off the ship before the engine explodes. Okay. It's a steam powered engine. It was a big explosion. Right. The ship goes underwater in two minutes.
1: Oof. Okay.
0: Um, Crew was originally 54. I did read on another article that he wasn't the, the only one who had a chance to jump off that there were like maybe five other people, but that's, I only read that in one place. And it didn't really matter. He was the only one who ultimately survived.
1: Oof. Okay.
0: So, he ended up floating in the ocean for like two hours. Okay. Until he comes across the perfect situation for him. A life raft. Probably one that, I don't know, maybe someone dropped off the boat or something, or it fell off. Anyway, it ended up being a Carly raft. I guess at that time, I don't know if they're still used, but at that time, it's a small... Like eight by eight, eight foot by eight foot square platform. It doesn't look like a boat. Okay. But it does float and it was full of like rations and stuff and tools. Oh damn. Yeah. Nice. No, he really lucked out. On the raft was a forty liter jug of water. Nice. Tins of biscuits and crackers. It was a British ship, so that's of probably why. Yeah. There was some something called pemmican. I guess that's a kind of beef jerky. Okay. There was also a bag full of sugar lumps, some milk tablets. Lime juice, a little chocolate.
1: Is this motherfucker gonna make tea on his raft?
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I, are I was curious to hear that there was tea on it, but yeah, no. Is he, is, there, is he about to make some tea? <laughs> not, no, there's no tea. <laughs> Strangely, that was the one thing I was waiting for that was not on this life raft. So, no tea, but there is some chocolate. Also, a couple of signal flares, two smoke signal pots, a flashlight, and hemp rope. So, that's, a, I mean, I mean that is probably the best you could hope for in that kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. So, unfortunately, no help arrived before the rations ran out. Okay. He finished all the chocolate and sugar lumps. No. The tin and biscuit tins of biscuits and crackers are empty now.
1: Does he still have water, or did he drink all the
0: water? He drank all the water, but he found a way to use the outer layer of his life jacket to catch rainwater. Caught it in the forty-liter jug, and he would drink that. Okay. Rainwater. Um, he also...
1: God, can you imagine he's getting beat by the sun all day, every
0: day? There was a nice little, like, tarp over the the raft. What the fuck? Yeah, he had shade. He had shade? He had shade. (laughs) What the hell? I know! So, he ended up taking a wire out of the flashlight and wrenched, like, a big nail out of the, like, wooden boards on the raft. Okay. And he bent them to make fishing hooks. What the fuck? He took, like, one of the hemp cords from the rope and used that as a fishing line and started catching fish
1: fucking MacGyver uh-huh. on, on this fucking raft.
0: <laughs> he made a knife from one of the biscuit tins and used it to cut and clean the fish that he caught. He would eat his fill, eat really well on those fish and then he would dry the leftovers out in the sun on top of the like tarp above the raft.
1: To save it for later.
0: Yep. Dry it. Eat it if like he doesn't have as much luck fishing, that kind of thing. Um, unfortunately, at some point he's caught in this like terrible storm And his supply of water is gone. Mm. All of the food he had uh, on the raft gets washed off. So he still has his supplies that no longer has food or water. He has, after the storm, it doesn't rain. It gets very dry after that. So he's not able to catch any rainwater. He's also having no luck catching fish right after that storm. Okay. He's starting to obviously sweat a little bit. Those were his go-tos, you know. He's got to get a little more creative now. Okay. So he starts catching seagulls. How? I don't know.
1: What the fuck?
0: Jacob, he caught them and he drank their blood.
1: Oh my God. (laughs)
0: Yes. He starts drinking seagull blood. The blood draws in sharks. So he uses the birds as bait to catch sharks and eat those. Yeah. What? Yeah. There was a story he told about how he like specifically wanted to make sure he caught one. Like that was small enough that he could handle. So he caught a small one, and he, I guess, had heard that, uh, like, killer whales will find sharks and, uh, like, open up their bodies and specifically eat their liver, because the smell of the liver will make, like, other sharks scatter. So he caught a shark, and when there were too many circling around his raft, because they could smell the blood and stuff, he opened up the shark and ate its liver, and, like, let the smell go into the water, and the sharks fucked off. What the fuck? Right? Right?
1: Is this a fake story?
0: This is a real story. What the fuck? Poon is real.
1: What? Yeah. That's insane. This is insane. Mm-hmm. Jesus
0: Christ. Keep going. So a ship comes by. How exciting. But they completely ignore him, and they sail right past him. Uh, in interviews later on, he said that he called out to them in English, but they wouldn't even look his direction. They were close enough to hear him. Mm. They wouldn't even look at him. And he said that he's pretty sure... Because of wartime, he thought that they probably thought he was either like a Japanese sailor, or uh, it was also—it's also possible that they were wary of getting caught in a trap, because I guess German U-boats specifically used to set survivor on a raft traps to get people to stop. Right?
1: God, that's messed up. So
0: fucked up. So they didn't stop to pick him up. Um, he gets spotted at one point by a squadron of Navy seaplanes. And they do stop for him. They drop a tracking buoy at his location so that they can cue like some ship nearby to come by and pick him up. But as luck would have it, uh, another fucking storm rolls in and separates him and the buoy. So he's lost again.
1: Jeez.
0: Wherever he ends up, he finally starts to notice a change in the color of the water. Eventually, he sees land on the horizon. And it turned out that that was the coast of Brazil. So only made
1: it to Brazil,
0: Brazil. So, three fishermen spot him. They rescue him, take him back to shore. It turned out he'd been floating for 133 days. Whoa. And the worst thing that happened to him was he lost 20 pounds, but he was in really good shape.
1: What the fuck?
0: hmm So, uh, by now, there are other stories of people who've been lost at sea for longer than that. But even today, he holds the record for surviving the longest adrift, while on a life raft specifically.
1: That's insane. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. They they talk about him in survival manuals for like emergency situations like that. You have no rations, you're in the ocean. What are you gonna do?
1: Kill birds. (laughs) Drink bird blood. Drink their blood and then use their bodies to catch large predators.
0: Eat shark liver.
1: (laughs) Devour the liver first so that the other predators run away. So
0: that the bigger predators leave, yeah. Oh my
1: God. Mm Hmm. That's insane. That's probably, that's arguably like one of the craziest fucking stories. Really cool. That and I've heard. He
0: absolutely should have died. Oh yeah. He was a sole survivor, first of all, of the shipwreck.
1: Damn. Mm-hmm. What do you think the first thing he did like eat or drink wise? Um, Tea, right? He had some tea.
0: I don't know. He wasn't a British guy. He was Chinese. So he said he
1: was on the British ship.
0: He was, I looked into his background. I didn't think it was relevant to talk about like, his upbringing or like his teenage years or I just anything. figured
1: he had some sort of like Asian name and was, but was born in England or some shit.
0: No, no, no. He was a, he was born in China, but his father had sent him to, to England um, to do some work on like ships or something. And so he did and he huh. went and he did that. He ended up going to college for like mechanics, I think. Um, But then the war happened, so and he was already in the area. I mean, he's already in England, so he joined up with one of them. And because he had ship experience, he ended up with their navy. Mm. Hmm. Well, that's cool. Yeah.
1: That is a cool ass story. Good for you, Poon.
0: Good for you, Poon. That wow. he got a lot of Poon.
1: Oh, I bet. Are you kidding me?
0: He probably got a lot of. Poon. He got
1: so much Poon. Mm-hmm. He's going to all these conferences talking about how he eat, ate sharks and shit. Poon. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> he's writing books. Doing book signings, Poon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was just in Brazil. You know, he still got to make his way back to England and then back to China. I don't fucking know. Right. So much Poon. It's ridiculous. Poon
0: Poon all over the place. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Good for him. He deserved it. He earned it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure he lived a really good life after that. He moved to New York. Oh, okay. Probably got Poon there.
1: Oh, definitely got Poon there.
0: And, um, I mean, I don't know.
1: Probably got some of that Broadway Poon.
0: Who knows? Mm -hmm. Maybe.
1: Mm -hmm. The Um, subway poon?
0: But he, from what I read, lived pretty comfortably. And he died of old age.
1: Dang. Mm -hmm. Good for him. We heart you, poon.
0: We heart you, poon. R.I.P. poon.
1: R.I.P. poon. (laughs) You have our love and condolences. Yes, yes. All right. Final wheel spin. What popular show do you hate? I have so many. I have a lot. Danny watches nothing but popular shows. I have a lot.
0: <laughs> right. Um, Terry hates more popular shows than I do, and I hate a lot of them. So I don't have the opportunity to see a lot of hateful shows.
1: Grey's Anatomy, Station 19, Virgin River, The Good Doctor.
0: Ooh, Heartland.
1: Heartland. Ugh. Yeah. All of these shows. I just, I hate them.
0: Hated Heartland. Um, There was another one I know other people really liked, and I hated Oh, what's that one? I, as a joke, I bought you the Monopoly version of it. Or was it that? Uh, Riverdale? Buy- <laughs> Riverdale.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I still have it. Yeah. I hated that. I also hated that show.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, man. There are a lot of. Oh, <gasps> Peaky Blinders. I also hated Peaky Blinders. I hated it. Couldn't get into it. I really wanted to. I love that actor. I know. I love I mean all, all every them. actor on there. Yeah. Like they won me over with the cast. It looks great. I gave it a good college try. It's I so watched boring. I watched the entire season, hated it.
1: It's so boring. It's, I hate it.
0: It was boring. It, well, it was also poorly written.
1: Hate it. You know what else I hate? It's a famous show? Mad Men. Couldn't do it. Really? Hated
0: it. Yeah, I never I've never given that one a try. Hated it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't I do, do not understand the draw.
1: Oh God. Westworld after season one. Hate it.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: I tried to watch season three out of like, you know, self hate. I don't hate myself that much. Apparently I couldn't do it. I only watched like two episodes.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I liked the first season.
1: First season was fantastic, but now I hate it.
0: I liked the second season and then didn't like it afterwards. The more I thought about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I thought there's no way they can continue after that. And then they made a third season and I was like, "Mm, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. It's another one that's popular that I hated. Oh, uh, the Boba Fett one. Didn't oh, like the
1: it. Book of Boba Fett?
0: Yeah, I did not care for that.
1: I haven't watched any of the Disney shows because I'm afraid I will hate all of them. So
0: I really didn't mind The Mandalorian.
1: I don't count that as a Disney show. It okay. will become one. The next season that comes out will be a Disney show. And, and then we'll be, stop it watching. It'll be fucking terrible.
0: Everyone will just re-watch the first Ugh. three, two, three seasons. You know
1: what show I haven't two. seen, but I know I hate it? Huh? She-Hulk. <laughs> I don't need to watch it to know that I hate well, that Well, I, I don't know
0: what's going on with Disney. All of their shit has sucked recently. Movies, shows, all of it. All pretty of it. pretty bad. It's starting to spread to Pixar, too. So sad. Ugh. Whatever. Sadness. Well, there you go. We hate a lot of fucking yeah, shows. Yeah, we hate a lot of shit. Yeah. I didn't realize how much Peaky Blinders had been bothering me. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel so much better that I've said that.
1: If you love any of the shows that we mentioned and you really want to let us know why it's so good, because I know you're wrong... Go ahead, email us, fanmail at threeshotsin.com. We will read it, and uh, maybe maybe it'll, it'll uh, change our opinion. I don't know. If you hate something with a fiery passion, send it to us too. Just send us a list of all of your hated TV shows. Why not? <laughs> Let's just get them, mail at threeshotsin.com. And, of course, if you liked what you heard on our podcast, please like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can share it with your flight attendants. You can share it with, I don't know, Oh, the one of those uh those cart wranglers at like the Walmart or Target.
0: Sure. I mean anyone anyone you think would get a laugh. Yeah. Probably I mean, I'd like to believe most people would get a laugh. Yeah, of course. I, I hope. I hope that.
1: Yeah. Those cart wranglers, they're always listening to something, you know. Right. Why not us.
0: Uh, anyway, follow us. Uh at three shots in podcast on Instagram. We also have a three shots in Facebook page, but we do go live on Instagram at five o'clock most Fridays, certainly most weeks. Yeah. It's been a little chaotic lately because, you know, Jacob has been gallivanting who even knows where. So we've been having to record on different days, but either way, follow us on Instagram, join us for our lives. We take shots with you and it's so much fun. You it can is. See, we've been having
1: a lot of fun lately.
0: Mm-hmm. You can see our super awesome recording studio with all these oh, it's super dope. like professional rainbow LED lights. Yeah. All over super the place. dope.
1: Super cool. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Uh, also, you know, since you're on your phone already, go to threeshotsin.com. It's a dope ass website. Mm-hmm. There's really not much to do there, but there are two buttons <laughs> and guess what those buttons are. One is a PayPal. It's one time donation. You just want to, you just want to throw us, you know, eight, nineteen thousand $19,000. Go for it. Just send it to us. It's whatever fine. you
0: want. Whatever you it's, want. We're totally it's, cool. It's our little internet tip jar.
1: Yeah. Send whatever. If you want to, you know, support us monthly, you can do that. There's a link to our Patreon page where it's a simple $5 a month and you get access to all sorts of things. We will be putting up a poll very soon mm-hmm. regarding the next movie that we'll watch for, Three Shot Cinema.
0: Oh, yes. That is where we discuss, give you the the play-by-play even on terrible horror films you will probably never see, which, I mean, we're honestly doing you a service.
1: Yeah. Now you don't have to watch it. Mm-hmm. You get to hear our opinions, which are, like, way better than the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And we'll be honest with you, too.
1: Yeah. Also in the works is the very first three shots in presents.
0: Yes. And uh, no one has sent in any auditions. They are I'm very kind of shy.
1: kind of bummed. I really wanted to see the audition tapes.
0: It's Okay. It's okay. So, well, I mean, I think everybody figured we would just be hiring our friends.
1: We're probably going to. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Last two things. One is a very important update followed by the next topic of the show. Very important update. This is big. Season three is coming to an end. Yes, it is. We're coming up on the end. Um, we haven't locked in on when the last episode will be, but it will definitely be in October because we are so busy in November that we will not have time to record a single thing.
0: Oh yeah. I've got, you and I have both been invited to a wedding the beginning of November. Mm-hmm. I have been invited to be a part of the bridal party for that one. So I must go. Then the weekend after that is, uh, my and Terry's anniversary. And then there's also the, uh, the bachelor, bachelorette party. Bachelorette. Stuff. Bachelor, bachelorette party. Terry's your best man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm one of Danny's bridesmaids. Then the week after that is your wedding. My when, wedding. It's when you get married.
1: Yeah, I'll be, I'll be wed that weekend.
0: <laughs> week after that is Thanksgiving.
1: And I will be in Florida.
0: And you'll be gone. I'll
1: be gone. So, yeah, we'll be back in December, though, sometime. So we'll lock in those dates and we'll get back to you uh, probably in the next episode or two. I yeah, don't know. for sure. But what you have to look forward to next week, you can guarantee there will be an episode. And the topic... Bathtub. Ew. Yeah. Bathtub. Ooh. Could be cool.
0: I already know what I'm going to do.
1: Could be real cool. Could be real nasty. Or it could be really clean, you know? It's
0: going to be really gross. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're thinking, but mine's going to be real nasty. I don't know. I don't
1: know. Maybe this is like a Clorox commercial or something. Maybe. Bathtubs. I don't know. (laughs) know, Mr. Clean?
0: Anybody? Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Join us on Instagram. Like I said, we go live. See you then. We love you. Bye.
1: Bye. And I'm not going to say it here because um, I don't know if admitting this would be a crime, (laughs) but I did do very, very medieval things at the subway. So
0: I'm scared. Yeah. I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. I'm good.
1: I, I'm not going to say it on recording. Jessica. I was
0: always nice to everybody. So I'm not worried about myself. I don't know. Oh, I'm just not one of those people.
1: Our sink was in the back. So when I would leave to wash my hands, I could do whatever I wanted. <laughs> and I did.
0: <laughs> Gross.
1: Oh, yeah. Don't piss me off, Jessica.
0: I'll just never ask you to make me a sandwich.
1: Well, don't piss me off and then ask me to make you a sandwich.
0: No, I understand.
1: Let but- me give you your sandwich mm-hmm. and then piss me off, right? Like you think there's be some logic there. Right. Oh, people are so stupid.